Une caresse pour décoller Si tu veux te réchauffer Faut savoir bien piguiner C'est bon pour le moral 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 Good morning on Wednesday the 10th of February 2021 It's 8 in the morning in the Gambia And therefore coffee time with Peter Gomez I am Aji Jogabkan Live on West Coast Radio 92.1 The program is brought to you in association with OIC Gambia and Banjul Sipiad Company Limited. The Gambia may be the smallest country in Africa, but it will host the second largest gathering of world leaders in 2022 to successfully host the OIC Summit. The government of the Gambia set up OIC Gambia to mobilize resources for the implementation of key development and infrastructure projects on a scale never seen before. 20 new roads will be constructed across the country and the Bertel Harding Highway will be expanded into a dual carriage highway of two lanes on each side from the airport to Sting Corner. All people in the Gambia deserve clean water and a constant flow of electricity. Therefore, an entirely new water system will be constructed, including new transmission and distribution networks to meet the increasing demand. In order to provide a more reliable supply of electricity, the OIC Gambia project will replace and double the capacity of the Nawak transformers and overhead electric cables. We will equip the police with modern apparatus and technical training in an effort to keep the streets of the Gambia safe. OIC Gambia, building today for a better tomorrow. Shipyard Company Limited, a subsidiary of the Gambia Ports Authority, delivering excellent services to marine and industrial servicing. Our services also include welding and carpentry. Our welding works includes fabrication of tanks for petrol stations, marine buoys, roof trusses, buckler proofs, steel gates, and many more. A carpentry workshop provides office furniture, such as filing cabinets of all sizes, junior executive decks, household furniture, bedroom sets, kitchen sets, roofing works, school furniture, and many more. With Banjul Shipyard Company Limited, we get it done for you, so worry no more. For more information, call 997-7271. The mayor of Kanifing Municipality has spoken publicly for the first time about the appointment of an alkali for Latrikunda Iringanya by the Ministry of Regional Governments and Lands. And it claims that two sites were offered to his council for use as alternatives to the backwater rubbish dump. Talib Ahmed Bensouda's exclusive interview is today's program. But we also have Wednesday's newspaper headlines, and that's coming up right after this. The ECOWAS Brown Card Scheme is an extension of domestic motor third-party liability insurance covers within the ECOWAS sub-region. The scheme was established by the Protocol on Free Movement of Goods and Persons across ECOWAS national boundaries to facilitate economic integration. Each ECOWAS member state therefore has a national office coordinating its activities. So in the event of an accident with another ECOWAS motorist, immediately contact the National Bureau of the country where the accident occurs. You are guaranteed immediate assistance and payment of any civil liability claim arising from the accident. The contact details of all national bureaus are at the back of the ECOWAS Brown Card Certificate. For more information, please contact National Bureau ECOWAS Brown Card Insurance Scheme at 10C Nelson Mandela Street, Banjul, or telephone 4201637, 
707-1004 or email info at echoesbrowncard.gm or samseho at msn.com. We open this review with the points front page, which is saying this morning, 200 Gambians repatriated from Niger after 15 million CFA were spent on last group. Pura confirms Africel has largest telecom market share. Poor mobile network forces Sarah Gabu to use Senegal SIM cards. And government launches $80 million agricultural project. Froya's front cover reads, Four-day Barry faced TRRC and denial was the order of the day. Kiang Nam calls for support for widow with two-month-old baby. Corporal Cisse escapes from custody. And 41 UTG staff signed contract to conduct research in the Gambia. And finally, the standard. Sukusingate has not joined NPP. KM Mayor hits back at Musa Drame. IT Association dismayed at internet outages. Fode Bari denies allegations of torture. More officers testify in Yakumbajeta trial and Gambia under 17 to appeal disqualification from Wafu. That was our press review for this Wednesday morning, the 10th of February 2021. I am Aji Jogapkan and you are listening to West Coast Radio in the Gambia. The program is Coffee Time with Peter Gomez. For over 50 years, the Gambia Chamber of Commerce and Industry has been the voice of business in the Gambia. Always happy to be at the heart of trade facilitation for Gambian entrepreneurs. On January 1st, 2021, trading under the Africa Continental Free Trade Area formally began. The AFCFTA lowers trade barriers and promotes regional economic integration. The GCCI is pleased to inform local businesses, entrepreneurs and our 2.2 million population that they can all benefit from the AFCFTA's trade facilitation. As the approved National Competent Authority for the Issuance and Management of the AFCFTA Rules of Origin Certificate, the GCCI will give free guidance to every Gambian business, entrepreneur and individual who needs it. For more information and regular updates on the AFCFTA, visit GCCI at Kerjula Bijilo or www.gcci.gm. Last Friday, this program spoke to the Permanent Secretary for Regional Governments and Lands and learned that the minister had already decided on Pa Omar Fall as the new alkali of Latri Kunda Yiringanya. Swaibu Fall had been recommended to him by the mayor at Kanifing Municipal Council, Talib Ahmed Bensouda. We followed that up with another conversation on Tuesday when Buba Sanyang revealed that two areas were offered to KMC as alternative sites to Bakote for the dumping of waste from the Kanifing municipality. To give balance to our story, senior reporter al Kuli visited the mayor's office and was granted a very lively and interesting interview by Talib Ahmed Bensouda. All right. Uh, thank you so much uh, for interviewing me. Uh, first of all, uh, I don't think it's a response. I just want to clarify because I think uh, what the PS said is misrepresenting the facts and the process in which we took to recommend. Secondly, I don't think the minister gave me the leverage. The local government act clearly states that the minister, in consultation with the governor or district chief, appoints an alkali 
in our case and in all cases where there's mayors, we know that uh, uh, there, there's no governors, so mayors are the ones that are consulted. Lastly, the minister is the appointing authority. Nobody disputed that. I am not here to say whether the minister's appointment is good or bad. That is not why I am here, and I have no interest in terms of uh, making comments on that. What we are here to do is to debunk the misrepresentations that were said by the PS as to how we went about the process. And I want to inform you that as I am sitting now today, we still haven't received the letter from the ministry or any communique about any decision about the alcoholship of Latrikunda. I will come to that. I spoke to the PS yesterday. And he told me that immediately after my interview with him on Thursday, the letter or the communique uh, of Pa Omar's appointment has been sent to the municipality. And you are telling me you have not received the letter. I have not received the letter yet. If it's been sent, fine. But what I'm saying is the ministry should not go on the radio or media and make comments about a communique that has not been sent. As I am sitting today, I receive every letter uh, today that was brought in the day before. And as I am sitting today, I have still not received a letter. The point is, I think the ministry should first write the letter communicating the decision of the minister and then wait and see what the council will do. What we would do is we would send that letter to the uh, Alcalo that is appointed by the minister to inform him that the minister has appointed you. And based on that outcome is when the ministry should come out and in this case the minister and say, well, I have chosen Pa Omar Fahl because of this and that and that. Or he can choose not to. That is their prerogative. What is wrong is you make a decision. You haven't communicated that decision. Then you go to the media and blame that decision on a third party. This is why we're here. To but the council also did the same thing, telling the media that you recommended Seobu Fahl before you send the communique to the Ministry of Local Government. Do you confirm that? Not before. Not before. We sent the communication long after, and the ministry got it. When I commented, I think this was Mimbe Caring Radio, I had no, sent... No, I spoke to the chief mediator, and ahead of before, the ministry, I mean, the, I'm sorry, the municipality informed the ministry about the recommendation, I mean, recommending Shebufar. I Like I said, I think you're asking me, you're yeah. not asking the mediator. Yeah. No, I, Talib yeah. Ahmed Ben Suda, yeah. have never communicated a recommendation I did not write. Every time I, I said that I have recommended Pa Omar Fah, ah, sorry, Suhaib Bufal, is because I have sent the communique long before. It's not a professional thing to do, to comment on the media about a decision or a communique which has not been sent or received by the recipient. I think before any media interview should be given, the recipient should receive the communique act on the uh, communique, and then you can comment on that communique. I am not here to say, minister should do this, minister should do that. That is not my responsibility. But do you agree with his, would you comply with his decision? Of course, it's the mayor. Like I said, I as the mayor, I don't sit and say, oh, I'm going to do, no. I follow processes. If the law says the minister appoints, once the letter comes, look, I have complied five times. Okay, so yeah. mayor, yeah. in the interview I had with Buba Sanyam, he said that 
the minister requested for you to provide all the correspondence regarding the mediation and all the minutes of the meetings held. But you discarded. You said it is irrelevant. So this is another falsehood. Five alcalis, sorry, six alcalis have passed away during my time as mayor. From Abuko, Talinding, Bakau, Serakunda, Bakote, and now Latrikunda. In all five instances, we followed the same processes. In all five instances, we forwarded the same documentation. In four, all five instances, the minister appointed all alcalis based on my recommendation. Why is Latrikunda so important and so interesting and so different when the same processes have been followed? The, my question is, you were supposed to provide the yeah, ministry with the correspondence. Have you provided that? Yeah, I'm, going, I'm going to create context because I don't want you to report things without context. I'm saying six alcalis have died. We have followed the, the same process five times. On this sixth time, we followed the same process. It is the first time we receive a letter from the ministry asking for uh, minutes from the deliberations and asking for any letters that were received from the participants. What I responded in my letter, and this is where I want journalism to come in, ask for the letters so you have evidence and when you report things, they are fact. Is when I responded, I say, I as mayor, in my process of recommendation, I do not encourage unilateral letters from any of the parties. Parmarfar sent a letter. Swaibufal sent a letter. I have disregarded it. However, here are the minutes. I send the minutes to them. This is from the time of Tamba Kunda versus Sise Kunda of Abuko, Baji Kunda versus Cham Kunda of Talinding, Jaite Kunda versus Bujang Kunda of Bakau. I have never accepted unilateral letters. This is what I communicated to them. Why I don't encourage unilateral visits or unilateral letters is because I do not want to be accused of being impartial. Sorry, I don't want to be accused of being uh, 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 supporting one party. I don't want to be accused of putting politics into it. So in the whole process, I appoint a mediation team headed by the director of compliance, the Alcalos rep is a member, the councillor of the area is a member, the MP of the area is a member, the religious affairs manager is a member, and I ask them to move the mediation out of my office and go to a third party area, mediate, when they are done, they send their advice. I take their advice, send it as a recommendation. So I, as a mayor, in no part of the process do I interfere, do I uh, uh, try to meet any of the parties. I receive the advice and I forward the advice. That's Talib Ahmed Bensouda, mayor of Kanifing Municipality. He's our guest for this program. ECOWAS Brown Card Insurance Scheme allows motorists to travel across ECOWAS countries with the guarantee that third-party accident victims are compensated. Under the directive of the Central Bank of the Gambia, National Bureau has started implementation of the automatic issuance of ECOWAS Brown Card Certificate to all motorists taking the local third-party motor insurance policy at a cost of not more than $325. This is an ECOWAS agreement signed by the authorities of ECOWAS Heads of States. The rationale is that we are in an ECOWAS space where even if you don't travel outside your country, foreign motorists may enter your country and cause an accident which may affect you. For more info, contact Gambia National Bureau ECOWAS Brown Insurance Scheme at 10 C Nelson Mandela Street, Banjul or telephone 4201637 707104 3077781 
or email info at echowasbrowncard.gm or samsehu at msn.com. Coffee Time with Peter Gomez is live on West Coast Radio 92.1, courtesy of Banjul Sipiat Company Limited and OIC Gambia. Now we return to our senior reporter, Alhaji Kuli, with the mayor of Kanifing Municipality, Talib Ahmed Ben Souda. The PS also said that uh, the yard owners on Swebus list there are tenants. There are some of them are tenants, they are not yard owners. Was there any attempt, Mayor, by your mediation team to verify the names of the yard owners on the list? So like I said, what the local government access, the mayor recommends, I don't need to follow a process to recommend. I could have simply handpicked one of Swaibu or Pa Omar and recommended him. Because that's what the law says. The reason we go through the painstaking process of the mediation effort forced, if that fails, we go to the yard owners, is to make sure that our decision is thorough, or our decision to recommend at the least. Now, if the uh, PS claims that uh, a wrong process was used, he should have written it. Let him furnish you the letter where he has written back and said, this process was uh, followed, not followed correctly, or we found this evidence, and let them provide the evidence. I think when you ask somebody to recommend, you are asking for advice. If you feel the recommendation has loopholes, you ask for more information. Based on the information you get, you decide and you defend your decision, but don't blame third parties for your decision. And what I want to make clear, since the Abuko uh, uh, Al-Khali passed away, we have used the same process of yard owners five times, and it has been endorsed five times. I have just furnished you today with a letter from the ministry that says to the uh, complainant, because in the Bakau case, there was a complainant who was Jaita Kunda, who claimed that the Bojang Kunda family used uh, tenants instead of yard owners. Let's put this into context. Uh, I want uh, our listeners and the public to really understand. Let's put this into context. Is this not where your mediation team failed? You used an approach of what happened in Bakau, and another clan is claiming that they are the rightful or the legitimate Alcalo. But in the context of Latvikunda, it's a son and a father. Is the judgment or the decision of the municipality to recommend Shwebufal based on allegations that Pamudufal is not a legitimate son? Because tradition requires that the elder should be the heir to the throne. So if you don't listen, you will mislead your listeners. Do not confuse your listeners. I'm not confusing. I'm trying to... I'm the one asking the questions, Mayor. And you should not interrupt my answers. Because when I answer, I am very methodological. I want the listeners to have context. Without context, they will not understand how issues of alcoholism work. In Bakau, the reason I bring up Bakau, because the same claims the PS said are the same claims that happened in Bakau by the complainant. He said Bojangkunda used tenants instead of land yard owners. When they sent that claim to the ministry, the PS uh, office responded and said, look, regardless of your claim, the minister is the sole authority to decide on alcoholism. And in this case, he has consulted the mayor and he has used the yard owners' forms. And he made the decision. What I am saying here. If the ministry feels in this case there has been alterations, let us show them the evidence and come up with their decision. I am not dictating anybody's decision. 
I am saying they cannot stand in the front of the media and blame the council for their decision. All the council can do is advise. Regardless of what process the council uses to make that advice, the decision is the ministers. Nobody is disputing that. And my question earlier is, yeah, my question is, all yard owners in the Canopy Municipal Council registered with your council, have you verified the names of the yard owners who endorse Swebo file? Because that's the argument of the PS, that some of them are tenants. Have you verified? If the PS is the one who came up with that allegation, I think the onus is on him to prove that allegation. He said they launched an investigation and they came to realize that some of the names are tenants. Has the council verified the list? If I write you a letter and say I have evidence that you are criminal, I have to provide that evidence. But have you verified the names? You have to listen. Have you verified the names? The The PS said that we, he has evidence. What administration is? If I write my recommendation based on information I have received, you believe that the information is wrong. You should write back and say, Dear Lord Mayor, the information you provided is wrong, and these are our findings and our evidence. Please enact so, so, and so, and so to better aid us to make our decision. But have you ministry verified the names? I think you should the ask team. the mediation team. As a mayor, I ask them to do a process. They have forwarded an advice. It is not my job as mayor to verify the, the advice. I trust... Have you advised them listen, to verify? Listen, because the PS never wrote back and said, please verify the information. Okay? I think you want to make your interview interesting. Not but quite. I'm, I'm, I'm the one who talked to the PS, yes, and my interview is focused on what has been said on West Coast Radio. If you don't listen... Yeah, that's why I'm asking you that question. This will have no value... Have you verified? That's my question. Have your mediation officers verified these names? I am answering your question, mm. but you're not listening. But I'm sure your listeners mm. are listening. What I'm saying mm. is, during the mediation process, we've done this five times. When they provide me the information, I assume the information is correct. I have taken this information, sent my recommendation on this information. Now, if there is problem with the information, this is an administrative issue. It's not a competition. And I am not trying to uh, do something contrary to the minister. I'm advising the minister. If they believe that the information is incorrect, I expect a letter and say, Mayor, this information is incorrect. Have you verified with the... Then I will instruct or ask and say, look, go verify this information for the ministry. What they wrote to me is, look, Mayor, we want to see the minutes of the mediation committee, we also want to see the letters from the different parties. I said, I do not encourage any letters. Like I said, all of this is on paper. If you're interested, you can leave it, all the copies. Everything is a public document here. I do not encourage unilateral letters from any party. What I can provide is the minutes. However, I still stand by my recommendation. Now decide and stand behind your decision. That's all I'm saying. Accept my advice or reject my advice. What is correct is you write back and say, may your jail nurse advice, appoint al key, or nangu masa advice, appoint al kale. It's as simple as that. All of this is a waste of time. Okay, uh, Mayor, finally, uh, of course, you said you did not receive the letter. Uh, but for sure, you will receive, yeah, uh, you, you will receive the, the letter. Now, if you receive the letter, uh, would you act on the minister's decision to call Pa Omar and give him his letter. Will of you course. hand him the letter? If, if, if Swaibu is chosen, Pa Omar is chosen, 
I received the letter. Already, as, uh, Palmer has been appointed well, by the I minister. Yeah. So you if you receive the letter, will you give it I'm to Palmer? I'm answering that. The fact of the matter is, we are no, under no illusion about what our limitations are, what our powers are, and we don't have any vested interest. Minister writes here and says, Dear Mayor, I have not accepted your recommendation. I have appointed pa Omar Fall to be Al-Kali. I will instruct the person who usually writes Al-Kalis and say, write to the uh, new Al-Kali, invite him to my office. Here's your stamp. Here's my advice for you. Let's work together. And still to come, the mayor's response to the ministry's suggestion that alternative sites were offered to KMC, which they haven't taken to end waste dumping at Bakwate. As the voice of business in the Gambia for over 50 years, the Gambia Chamber of Commerce and Industry is always at the heart of trade facilitation for Gambian entrepreneurs in partnership with the Ministry of Trade and other agencies. On January 1, 2021, the Africa Continental Free Trade Area, also known as AFCFTA, entered into force, creating one of the largest free trade areas in the world with over 1.2 billion people and a combined GDP of $3.4 trillion. The Gambia can make the most out of the AFCFTA to unlock economic potential through the free movement of people, goods and services, the elimination of tariffs on 90% of African goods, and the creation of a single custom union to mainstream trade and deepen African economic integration. For more information and regular updates on the AFCFTA, visit GCCI at kerjulabijilo or www.gcci.gm. Welcome back to this third and final installment of Al Kuli's exclusive interview with the mayor of KMC, Talib Ahmed Ben Souda. The discussion now turns from the Latrikunda Alkaloship to one of the biggest challenges on the mayor's desk municipal waste management and the backwater rubbish dump. Today we aired the part of uh, backwater dump site where, of course, the permanent secretary responds to what you've told the media during the press conference, that you've sent several letters to the ministry for them to help you identify a dump site. But the permanent secretary said, of course, a dump site has been identified, and that is Tambana and Jambanjeli. Now, what is still holding the process for the Carnival Municipal Council to go ahead dumping at either Tambana or Jambanjeli? If they have been allocated, let them write. That's all I have to say. In my press conference, I have written, if it's allocated, let them write. But I think I have exhausted that issue. And what I wanted to make clear was for transparency, and I think I've done that. But... Is your office aware of Tambana being identified and Jambanjeli? Like I said, I've written a letter. I haven't received any responses. We want to see those responses. Are you alive to any process of identifying Tambana and Jambanjeli? I have not been notified. Like I said, I am a mayor. I have an official office. I write letters. I expect a letter in response. But he said your deputy was part of the committee working on the process of Tambana and Jambanjeli. Well, like I said, let us receive the letter. Then I can respond. Have you I can any, respond on things I don't know. Have you had any agreement with Brikama Area Council with regards to dumping in Tambana? Not that I'm aware of. Have Brikama Area Council said they will charge the KMC if they are to dump, especially during the search shuttle? Was there any negotiation or, or talks? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. 
So how about you said you want them to identify a place within the greater Banjul area? Where would you suggest? Well, I think there's experts for that. Uh, I wouldn't speak on things I am not... Uh, I don't have the technical capacity to answer. So I think um, let the experts do their work. So if you have to speak on record based on what the Permanent Secretary said on our medium that Tambana and Jambanjele has been identified. Would you say for certainty that you are not aware of that as the mayor? I don't have a record of that. Um, like I said, I think my press conference was very clear, very straightforward. I have written, warned about the potential threat at Bakote, warned that it has reached critical mass, asked that uh, alternate side be given. I have not yet received any notification that one has been given. I'm not aware of the Tamara as the permanent secretary said. Not aware. And Jambanjele. Not aware. So maybe you can ask uh, them if they have any letters that state that they have given these areas. Mayor, before I end this conversation, any final remark? Well, uh, I think my remarks most importantly is to the community of um, Latrikunda. What is more important than Al-Khalisi is peace and stability within one's dwelling. And I would like to advise them, it is their right uh, to petition or protest. But whatever they do, let them do it within the confines of the law. Um, also, uh, just in general, I would love for our ministry to avoid uh, going to the media and speak about letters that have not yet landed. I would love for them to wait until they receive a reaction uh, before, uh, or at least let us get the letters. And in general, um, I think I hate that the fact of uh, talking or responding to a permanent sector. Permanent sector is a civil servant who should serve many governments of different colors and should avoid being pinned against communities and local politicians. But I believe uh, once all done and dusted, we will work very well with whatever Al-Kali is appointed and for the development and peace and stability of Lagrikuna. All is well that ends well. That was Talib Ahmed Ben Souda, mayor of Kanifing Municipality. He spoke exclusively to our senior reporter, Al-Haji Kuli. And despite being very argumentative in various sections, the interview ended, as you just heard, on a very friendly and peaceful note. And we commend the mayor for his beguiling patience. You have been listening to a special edition of Coffee Time with Peter Gomez, brought to you on West Coast Radio 92.1 in association with OIC Gambia and Banjul Sipiat Company Limited. On behalf of Al-Haji Kuli, I am Aji Jogobkan. Thank you for listening and goodbye.